0: <laughs> Kate! Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we
1: about it. We need Blue. to talk to someone about <laughs> <laughs> Kate! Anyone My brain can't think you? of anything today, Mary. No. <laughs> No, I am relating so hard to
0: bingo in trampoline. Well, Bandit's Brain, fairly early in this episode, brings out bumble nuts. Do you think that's a good term for someone who can't think of anything? All right, bumble nuts, I'm out of here.
1: No! No! I've got to go to work. Like, Where
0: does that come from? Bumble nuts, uh, i out of here.
1: <laughs> Some of the names that they've given the kids throughout Bluey Season 1 have been classic you know like fun size love that yes so yes still um, love that for a magic claw but then we've had all sorts of uh random sort of you know squirts grubs yeah 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 a little grub relatable. that one actually gets rolled out quite a bit in our house i don't know about what one's more popular in shea bowling so <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to know where to
0: start we tend to make up our own but yeah i don't think i've ever gotten as creative as bumble nuts so credit to bandit
1: Quick, Bingo, we need a plan. How are we going to get Dad to stay? Think, Bingo, think. Um, um, my brain can't think of anything. I know. But Dad, you can't leave without having breakfast.
0: This episode kind of made me think differently about the Bluey-Bingo dynamic because so many episodes are about, I guess, Bingo's strengths and Bluey's shortcomings. Do you find that, that... Yeah, know so Often if there's kind of, you know, bridges to be mended or someone who's got to improve, it's it's Bluey, but it's very much um, Bluey brings her A-game to this episode from that moment when Dad's trying to leave for work the first time and Bluey says, we need a plan.
1: We are going to make breakfast for you. Yeah, and you always say you have to eat breakfast Genius move, going. Dad can't leave without eating breakfast. I mean, um, <laughs> I'd never put breakfast and trampoline in the same sentence, but you know, it actually works really well for a variety of breakfast games. Well, yeah. I, I was just
0: trying to count up the number of games they play in this episode. Trampoline-based games, because they start mm. at the start. They're jumping to reach toast. Bandit's hand, and then oh, yeah, yeah. it's to- it's breakfast. It's toast, and then it's the juicer, and then it's the Scrambled eggs and eggs. The scramble and then it's just full-on attack which yeah <laughs> trampolines just they they do just lend themselves to every game possible don't they
1: yeah absolutely i think it's so adorable too how the girls go from you know playing with bandit to being like uh actually no we just don't want you to leave us <laughs> uh, and the way that they feel that they will get through to him is by being his least favorite foods yeah yeah, they just can't, even as they're trying to
0: sweeten him up, they just can't help themselves. There's gotta be a fly in, in the juice. And of if course, a it's fly, juice, what is it? with bingo always with the insect?
1: How cute uh, was it though when she was like, What fruit is your favourite? That melts yeah, me. Yeah, it looked so promising. Oh, it looked so promising twisting the knife. Wait, what fruit do you hate? Ooh. Rock melon. Yeah. A rock melon.
0: Yeah, and I'm a fly. Uh, I had a very bingo moment the other night. Bon is obsessed with being taken to the toilet multiple times just as bedtime has hit um, oh God. probably like a lot of children. But on one of these, like, countless trips to the toilet, um, it was late enough that I had him on the toilet and his Mum, look, and behind me a cockroach had scuttled out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh. like just this is not going well. Oh it, no. He then says, oh, Mom, look, it's waving at me. Oh, it wants no. to be friends. <laughs> I'm like, bingo healer. <laughs> like, could there be a more bingo exchange with like a small incel large insect as the case may be but um so you, i then hang on yeah uh, your got toilet some toilet paper and actually got rid of it in front of him so he he made peace with the you fact that they his weren't gonna be friends
1: was he scarred afterwards like did he understand no, no. that mommy no, needed to, to kill the that. cockroach <laughs>
0: He did admit, perhaps cockroaches aren't very good friends. I'm, yeah, that's that's probably true. We'll, we'll work on that. <laughs> Understatement of the year. Anyway. I, I, I need a walking leaf to now come into our lives to rescue this situation.
1: <laughs> Maybe <laughs> oh, I'll that Oh, man. Out. You poor um, thing. Um, <laughs> huge hugs, mama. It ain't easy. So. <laughs> Speaking of not easy, uh, particularly returning to work, I think I'm thinking about it more because – I am in my final weeks now of um, pre, like leaving work to have yeah number three. A countdown to Matt leave. And the countdown to Matt leave is on. However, it has got me reflecting in this episode in particular on my last return to work when Will was uh, about to- a-, a year old. Very <laughs> lucky to have been able to take the time, but man, it's hard leaving kids, you know, oh. and you always stress about are they going to be okay emotionally as well as <laughs> like physically? Um, really have is. your kids and... employed some tactics to try and keep you at home?
0: Well, I'm usually the one doing daycare drop-off. So it's more the trying to keep me at daycare, which like that runs the full gamut from meltdown to, I just want to show you one more thing. Like I have had oh. the most comprehensive tour of the kinder room now since bond has gone up to the kinder room and, um, had some real issues with that adjustment. Um, mm. But, uh, like, to see it play out in the bluey-verse when the kids are six and four, like, obviously they're not quite at the, you know, the toddler histrionics point. But, yeah, yeah the fact it's still going on when you know how independent and capable they are really, mm. um, yeah, like, it. Does it become kind of flattering that they miss you so
1: much rather than just traumatic leaving them? <laughs> I oh, know. I don't know. I honestly don't know. See, Liv never had a problem with me leaving her. She was always sort of like, okay, bye. And then, like, she'd be wrapped when I'd come back. So it was, mm-hmm. like, perfect child. Yeah. Will used to do all sorts of subvertive tactics to try and keep me in the house. Like, he went through a full phase of, like, throwing himself in the doorway every single day <laughs> to stop me from physically being able to, like, I had to step over him to get out of mm-hmm. the house. Um, yeah. And then he used to like klepto things out of my handbag, like my security what? pass. Oh, yeah. That is... See, that is just smart. You've got to give him credit for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd like get to work so many times. I'd be like, nope, no security pass. And then it would just be, <laughs> it would turn up a month later behind the couch. Well, good
0: attempt, Will. But yeah, <laughs> I get the end of the day. We've got to go. And I guess bandit says it pretty well when we finally get to that point of the the moment on the front step which is just so beautiful.
1: Come here kid.
0: I want you to stay and play with us.
1: I know you do. I have to go do my job though and you have to do yours. What? I don't have a job. Yeah you do. Really? What is it? Making up games
0: it puts the action into the kids' court almost that mm-hmm. you have to do yours. You know, it's not it's not such a passive thing being left. If you've got something to do, you're kind of in charge of your own destiny, which seems to
1: work here. Like, how do you, you see that playing out? Oh, I, I don't know how it plays out in our house. But, yeah, I was just more impressed, I think, in that moment. Well, there, there's a few things about this moment that I want to talk to you about. Firstly, in the backyard, he picks up his backpack and it looks pretty packed. Was he just yeah. doing a final check on the step, do you think? Or do you think it was like adding the laptop because it was a last minute addition or?
0: Well, yeah, I think he'd probably like, obviously, you know, you've got a six year old and a four year old. They've been through this routine before. <laughs> so I think Bandit probably had a fair idea Blue was going to run after him. Oh, so he's, so he's yeah. giving
1: the kids a bit more time, perhaps, is your
0: theory? Well, yeah, I think. I think possibly that was, you know, the final goodbye to Bluey because obviously she feels it more like when we finally get back to the trampoline and Bingo's just still sitting stunned in the same place, my heart breaks for Bingo. But, yeah, I don't know what but yeah, play. it does seem Bluey that's more invested in this, you know, wanting well, to continue games too, with Dad.
1: Because I thought that Bingo would be just as keen to run after Dad and be like, you know, we, we know how close their relationship is. So, yeah, I thought um, – Perhaps that would be something that they, she would want to be in on to, getting those last few moments with dad before he goes. Well, and it's kind of something we tapped
0: into when we talked about daddy put down. Like Bluey's the one as well who can't bear to have mum go. And it's just mm. the, I guess, change of routine or that all, almost, you know, you just whatever you're doing, you want to continue doing it. And if it stops, you're going to fight it. But, yeah, it just shows how easily kids can be put on a new path if instead of just leaving the vacuum, if you put something in that vacuum before you go.
1: Making up games is more important than you think. OK, Dad. The art of distraction is, uh, <laughs> yes. is high. I feel like we
0: come back to that a lot. But,
1: yeah, I, I don't know if my distraction
0: game's getting any better, but I, I do notice, um, you know... Bonds nearly four now, and he will throw himself into something a lot more. Like he's got yeah. more, he's got more focus, which I think is important. Probably for that distraction, you need a, a distraction point, but you need a kid that can focus on it for enough to get distracted as well. Yeah,
1: focus is having a two-way effect in our house. Like, yeah, Will is starting to be like. No, you said that you'd take me to the playground. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Uh, rather than just be man. like, yeah, yeah, we'll go later, and let's do this other thing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, man, that's parenting okay. is
0: just double-edged swords. In front of <laughs> it's a double-edged knife fight, basically.
1: Yeah! Ah, get off. Yeah! <sighs> you <not> Leaving. <gasps> yes, I am. <laughs> Jerry! Come on, kiddos. You have to let Dad go to work. When Bluey does go back into the backyard, it's like she has a whole different perspective on the backyard. You get those super close, uh, close-ups of objects, including a tennis ball, again, uh, in the backyard. And, yeah, it's sort of a nice little almost stop moment to sort of say that she's reset a little bit. So. Absolutely.
0: And I really, the, the zoom in that you mentioned, especially because it's usually bingo that gets the zoom in on mm. insects that we've talked about a lot. But yeah, like I said, how it kind of flips the narratives with focusing on Bluey and Bluey's strengths in this episode. Yeah, her ability to take something small and make it into something massive is really what's on show here her you know she's just she is a big picture girl hey and the fact mm. that you know it's not the sandpit or the tennis ball we still have no idea what tennis balls are used for in the no. boiverse but but settling on the sprinkler um yeah it's just it's a beautiful moment and you can kind of like obviously what dog doesn't want to be wet you can kind of see where it's going
1: yeah <laughs> but exactly
0: but, to implement the plan so quickly. And I love how bingo, you know, if, if Bluey's job is, Coming up with games, I think Bingo's full time gig is kinking the sprinkler because the hose. <laughs> she's just a professional. Like, because you know, kinking can be kind of hard for a four year old, in my Apart experience. From but... Barbecue, obviously, where it was uh, <laughs> yeah, well, a little true. bit wild. Perhaps that's how where she got the skill. <laughs> she was <laughs> lost to the hose on that occasion, and ever since, she's just been hose no, kinking I like a pro. You.
1: I'll kick the hose.
0: Instantly, you know, not only is it a game, but it's cooperation between the girls. You know, Bingo's had this mind blank for pretty much the whole episode and Bluey's (laughs) invention of the sprinkler under the trampoline game just brings out Bingo's lettuce spinner. Like, yeah, that seemed. I don't know if I've even spun lettuce in my life do you own a
1: lettuce spinner because i don't and everyone that i know who has one and uses it regularly loves it and i just i don't know it just seems like a superfluous kitchen (laughs) item to me like really people uh, love these things is
0: it is it to get lettuce more clean or is it to get it more dry
1: well i think it's to get it more dry like you know because after you rinse it to be fair it can be a little bit damp but you Just a uh, tea towel sorts that out, like, you need a whole new implant <laughs> yeah, for that. Yeah.
0: Like, I for one am prepared to eat wet lettuce, like, I'm, I'm putting it out there. <laughs> like, I know
1: that is a big call, but yeah, I feel like but, I, I mean, I've the got lettuce that of for my life, the lettuce of the 80s was a very different beast. I feel when wet to the, to the rockets and baby spinach leaves yeah, that we well, have that's available true. to us yeah. today. Yeah, and so True. many of those packages just say washed and ready to eat and I, I don't know. Am I naive <laughs> do you take and that at its word? those Yeah, I do take it at its word most of the time. It's probably bad, but you know nah. living on the edge. But these are crazy <laughs> times we're all going through right now. So True. I really don't think a lettuce leaf that's a bit damp might kill you. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. I
0: love- The episode really could have just ended with the fun of let us spin a game. Um, but it's gorgeous that, that Chili then gets brought into the game as well.
1: Well, we don't often see Chili playing with the girls. Like she's more a facilitator, I guess, or um, a sort of bandit taking the reins. So it is really nice to see Chili front and centre, I guess, you know, running around with the kids and um, getting wet and uh having a great time so
0: yeah yeah if you're gonna commit to a game one that involves a sprinkler is pretty committed in my book (laughs) yep yeah there's no there's no half-assing that like you're in (laughs) but yeah (laughs) bless Brisbane and speaking of Brisbane like could the backyard look more beautiful in this episode like I find (laughs) if you lie on a trampoline Things already look pretty idyllic. Like I love that, you know, childhood memory of lying on a trampoline, looking through the mat to whatever's oh, yes. happening on the grass below. Like it or really. Or just is... like
1: looking up to the sky on your back in that slight yeah. wobble, and yeah, being able to like just flat watch um, the sky above and stuff. Yeah,
0: I haven't done a lot of that on the modern day trampoline, but how the artists have made um, the safety net kind of yeah look a bit like you know starry diamonds in the sky kind of adds something as well which is just a stroke of genius like it's it's Mm. all so beautiful and then all the suburbs in the hills behind just get a real showing in this episode and it's a bit of a pink sky do you you think it's more like almost sunrisey time like are we just out in the Yeah, I feel like it's
1: very early. So, like, thinking about Bandit and his job as an archaeologist, you know, (laughs) is he going out (laughs) somewhere remote early? (laughs) You know, in the whole
0: 51 episodes we've recapped, we've never actually mentioned, but it is a point of regular consternation on the socials. So archaeologist, which Bandit apparently is, Mm. digs, is a, like, digs up human history I guess um
1: okay
0: so I guess in the blue verse that would be dog history whereas it's actually a paleontologist that digs up bones have Mm. you had this debate with anyone
1: no I haven't but tell me more
0: well well there's a few people who like sort of regularly point it out and I don't know where I sit on it because yes you know in the human world an archaeologist is digging up Human history, but then, but like if you're a dog, like surely a large part of dog history would be buried bones anyway. So perhaps (laughs) he's just not digging up dinosaurs. Perhaps it's just really old bones that the dogs of yesteryear have buried. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I am one of those people. (laughs) I am one of those people too. I I know I'm my tribe, but yeah, I I think it's okay. They're cartoons, so. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, perhaps that's the one we'll let through to the
1: <laughs> But I like that, you know, uh, as per um, Xylophone v. Glockenspiel, there are very yes. dedicated fans out there <laughs> who are um, observant enough to be debating yeah. these things. I, I love that. Almost, almost, on, almost, got it! Yeah. Did you have a trampoline growing up, Mitch? Yes, we got a, a
0: trampoline entered our family as the, you know how parents sometimes get like a present for their kids when a new baby arrives and it's from the oh, new yes. baby. So yeah. I was four when mum and dad had twins <laughs> and um, and they talked up this present we were going to get when the twins arrived for so long. Like we Like we were asking daily, like, what's the present? Just tell us. We're so excited. And yeah dad had a line that it's bigger than a mouse and smaller than a house and that was all he would tell it. Uh, you, uh, you, I'm just imagining you your
1: poor... Uh, <laughs> no, we never well, I had a, a mini tramp, like one of oh, those yeah. like little exercise jogger tramps at our house yeah. but, so it was always so super exciting when you went to friends' houses or whatever and they'd have like the big six footer you know, tramp with the springs oh, yeah. dangerously exposed on the side <laughs> you know <laughs> and like and then you'd spend the whole afternoon fighting basically over whose turn it was next. Um, yeah. Nothing like random kids from another household coming over to use your tramp <laughs> that really inspires the home the home kid owners to basically go no this is my trampoline and watch yeah, me do a flip. Yeah, you so. wouldn't have been on the tramp for months until the other kids come over and want to play with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then it's, like, the most popular thing in the house again. Um, Yeah. Yeah, but they were so dangerous, really, (laughs) when you think about it. Like, wasn't it every summer you'd come back from summer holidays and someone would have a broken arm or a leg from falling off the tramp?
0: Yeah, I love the term double-bounced. Like, that was the the worst thing that could possibly happen on a tramp. Like, everyone had those, you know, urban myth horror stories of – some kid got double bounced and they never walked again. And like what was double? Like it was as if it was, you know, a medical term, the double bouncing effect. And, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I never actually ever came to grips with whether that was a real thing. But tell you what, we did play Break the Egg incessantly. But, oh, um, there you go. That bandit plays with the girls. Have you ever done that one where you sort of, no. you know, sort of hold your knees to your chest and arms around the knees and then you get bounced until you let go? Like dangerous. Um,
1: uh, dangerous when there's, if there's no multiple rails.
0: eggs. Because, yeah. you you know, you can't defend yourself because you're holding onto your knees for dear life. So if your head's going to bash into either the person who's jumping or the other egg, there's not much you can do about it because <laughs> there's no way you're going to let go because it's the first one who breaks loses, obviously. Yeah.
1: What happened to so, the first person who breaks? Did they have to become the bouncer for the next one? Yeah, or? I think that did happen, actually. So
0: then there was multiple people all bouncing the the more resilient, possibly free-range eggs, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Egg crack. Just need to crack the other one. Oh boy, this one has a tough shell. Must be free range or I
0: did love that when Bandit um, welcomed the idea of having eggs. He was like, "Well, I am off the carbs because yeah. a like what Dad has not said that in these modern paleo times, as they kind in of these kale, kale floor yeah, times, yeah, yeah, contemplate their." Uh, emerging dad bod and like, that's it, I'm off the carbs. But then B, he had just had toast, which um, certainly when the bandit in our household uh, is off the carbs, he's usually just had toast. So (laughs) very relatable.
1: Now switch the juicer on. Trampoline safety seems to have evolved considerably, I guess, since we were both young. None of these protective net nonsense zip enclosures or um, we've got sort of this one where it's like two layers of mesh and the child has to walk between them so, like, they can't accidentally, like, bust out of the zip. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Okay. Like, Tim was telling me earlier that um, a relative brought firecrackers down <laughs> from Canberra. Oh, my gosh. Of course they did. them off on the trampoline. So... Uh, Yeah, things have changed quite a lot. (laughs) I'm hearing that, yeah. Um, Yeah,
0: look, I don't know. I've always sort of shaken my head and got, like, has it gone overboard? But actually... even with all the safety measures in place now, we um, we heard from good friends at the show, Mark and Gabby, who have been, I think, got to be done correspondents since the very early days.
1: Yes, and, and they work with me in the Victorian government and they are two of the loveliest people you could ever hope to meet. So, hi, Mark and Gab. Hope you're doing bless well. Bless them. Um, but Mark had some
0: very specific correspondence on this episode um, oh, really he's okay. a risk analyst and yes. he uh was ready to take ludo to task because apparently when you look at the uh the fine print on these modern day safe trampolines it does say do not use while wet under any circumstances oh, and God. that is a high risk so <laughs> what louie and bingo do putting the sprinkler under the trampoline is not absolute no-no and Mark said that really <laughs> really oh, isn't God. what should be promoted to kids as good activity um he said that after we had could... well and truly oh. like yeah, established the permanent sprinkler under the trampoline. <laughs> and <laughs> I've got to say, since he sent that um, advice, we haven't moved it out.
1: Uh, we're still using it under there. And yeah, no one's come to any peril so far. So I think our trampoline had an optional sprinkler attachment that you could no buy really? with purchase. <laughs> really? So mm. uh, yeah, sorry, Gavin Mark, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Oof. They need to have some serious words with the manufacturing industry. Okay, I feel cool. Yeah, my husband Tim's just scrawled another note to me saying, "Weird families had padding. Nerds." <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, we've discussed before that it's amazing
0: that Tim and his brothers have made it to adulthood. So, yeah, we can see why. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. you know, four boys in the country. Tim's uh, second eldest brother is a teacher and uh, he used to always use every single family story as a my brother Tim story to like Uh warn his children in the classroom (laughs) against bad behavior, basically. Uh So I'm sure there was a... Well, you know, like, I don't know, say some kid been mucking around on a trampoline, he probably would have been like, well, my brother Tim let off firecrackers on the trampoline one time. You should definitely <laughs> not do that because, you know, he burned himself really badly or something, even though uh, it was total fabrication and most yeah, of the time right. was indeed other brothers. So.
0: Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, uh, you know, you've made it when you're in uh, primary school. like Folklore. <laughs> Folklore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, we did a dial in when we lived in the UK um to James's classroom yeah because like he wanted to show the kids that we had cold christmas where they had hot christmas oh, wow and, and like they we did like a Q&A with the these kids over <laughs> Skype and one of the kids i think it was number 2 off the rank was like Are all the stories that your brother tells us True.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow.
1: And Tim was like, No, no, they are not. They're all about James. And then they started quizzing, like going through. So Mr Mack told us this story about this. Is that true? And Tim would be like, no, that was definitely Mr Mack, not me. Hey, speaking of classroom, we got a great
0: email from listener Denise, who's a Melbourne mum of Bub Ryan, but also a teacher um, who, man, I love this story. She's been introducing Bluey to her um, high school classroom. She's one of, um, what do you call yeah, it? Like I know
1: the... It's quite senior level too, so like 17, 18-year-olds from what I understand. Is that right? Yeah. Like... Um, so I think
0: it was like year 10 to year 12 in this kind of mixed homeroom and she's instituted what sounds amazing, a film clip Friday um, yeah. where she's asking the students, in her homeroom to like nominate YouTube videos that they'd like to to watch on a Friday. And did, wasn't getting a lot of nominations. So she kicked it off actually with Grannies, which she said
1: like the way she put <laughs> I love that bluey straight off the race. She's like they <laughs> yeah. will the the,
0: the teenager. Well, where will else where this? else could you possibly begin? But within those seven minutes I watched young adults often too cool for school slowly embrace their inner child smile and even chuckle like that's that's pretty big coming that's from huge. you know one of those cool teenagers um, yeah. she didn't get any suggestions for the next week so she played the pool um, oh, yeah. and then the following week still no suggestions and one of the students actually asked oh can we watch that kids show miss <laughs> oh, just, like, my goodness. go Denise that's amazing yeah that's awesome nice job boy. We've talked everything trampoline except the tunes. And, oh, my gosh, the music in trampoline.
1: Uh, it's too yeah. gorgeous. Did What, Love what sort of vibe were you getting from it? It was such a familiar melody. Couldn't place it, but loved, um, like, they had the, those little hits that we've talked about before, like when the toasters popping, they had, like, people going, ah, uh, like, yeah. going in a rising cadence. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It was really kind of, cute though. I was getting a real like
0: 90s pop rock kind of vibe. And yeah. I would I'd been thinking um, that it was almost a real miss by Ludo to when you got an episode called Trampoline to not get that awesome Brisbane band, The Greats, on board who have a hit trampoline. Oh. Um, but <laughs> I've yeah. never heard
1: of them, but they sound <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh, really?
0: You'd no know much the music cooler if than heard me, my friend.
1: They, they were
0: like late nineties, early thousands um, and had some great songs. It was two girls and a guy and they're still a band actually um, just with, it's a husband and wife team now. Um, and they've got kids themselves. Wouldn't surprise me if they end up putting out kids music too, but yeah, um, super cute Brisbane band, um, sort of that really cute pop rock, the do do do's and the, uh, yeah, when the yeah, toaster yeah. pops up. Um, but when I saw it's, Joff Bush, but also Lachlan Nicholson, who's mm-hmm. on the um, on the music credits for this one. And Lachlan Nicholson is an artist whose I guess artist name is Pluto Jones, um, uh-huh. Jones J O N Z E, who's been um, kind of putting out stuff from Sydney for probably the last decade. Didn't know a lot about him, um, but oh my gosh! If if you're in need of musical inspiration, um, get on his YouTube and have a look. He's got a few hits that well probably not hits like he's kind of been picked up a little bit by triple j but just the most beautiful shimmery like he calls it indie synth pop um sounds cool but yeah he's got a song called i'll try anything and the film clip is him playing a a wooden upright piano that's been set on fire
1: (laughs) and he just plays
0: this burning piano for the full length of this you know four minute track and um and does it, yeah, with great aplomb, and yeah, really worth watching. So I'm um, hoping. Um, is the Josh piano gets...
1: actually on fire, or is it like? One oh of those...
0: yeah, yeah, like they're in a forest, and he's got other muzos there around him, and you know, playing up a storm. But yeah, playing up. The this is how
1: bushfires start. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I assume there was oh, a lot of uh, emergency gear just out of shot in case yeah, of you disaster. You want some but...
1: fire extinguisher. You'd got you <laughs> anyway, to do it all on the first time, wouldn't you? Because there's a
0: Missy Higgins film clip where she plays a piano that kind of Falls apart throughout the clip, but yeah, this was, of this was sort of taking yeah. that and just saying, "Hold my beer." He sounds very cool, probably. Yeah, so I'm way too cool for me, but I will get him listen back to in him season two. But yeah, I'll, I'll send you some links. Perhaps we'll even yeah. post something on the Facebook.
1: And well just peruse my newspaper and wait for my toast to be perfectly. <laughs> What? We are so, so close to the end now. Just oh one gosh. more episode. And um, this has been a bit of a marathon for <laughs> you in particular cause you've been editing all this together. But um, can't believe we're going to get new episodes Worth. this week. Yes,
0: it's happening. Oh, man. Um, I can see a lot of people putting themselves into um, self-isolation on Tuesday just on the basis of Bluey. (laughs) Like, I don't know what karma will do to those people, but I'm going to find out because I will be one of those people.
1: So, yeah. yeah. Well, in in all seriousness, because uh, uh, Liv is immune compromised and I'm very heavily pregnant, we're talking quite seriously about locking things down this week. Um, and thank God there's new Blueys oh, because man. that has sorted uh, at least half an hour of entertainment for me every day because they'll want to watch that same episode like five times. So that'll be great. It's going to make all the difference. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just hit us hard with it, Ludo. We're, we're ready. <laughs> um, speaking of new episodes, I'm thinking we'll probably do the – we have had a very sneaky first peek at some of the episodes, but I'm thinking oh. we'll do – Friday we'll yeah, just return to our to regular, regular Friday schedule
0: I think yeah. um yeah let everyone have a chance to digest um which I think we're still digesting it's it's a bit mind-blowing guys um but yeah we'll we'll be back to regular programming with season two from Friday
1: so yeah oh, yep, we'll be doing uh, whatever the first episode is on Friday and we'll probably have some uh, updates on socials throughout the week just you know gauging reactions and, and things <laughs> yes, so please follow along I don't know about you, Meb, I was slightly nervous that you know, that they were putting themselves (laughs) under a lot of pressure. And it's not like expectations are high at all in the past twelve months. (laughs) Like yeah. We're
0: very cool people.
1: But everything we've seen has been beautiful. So um yeah, just that amazing mix of humour and heart. So we're really excited. So we will see everyone on socials. I think that is the
0: upshot there. (laughs) Um So you can find us on Instagram at bluey pod on Twitter. We're at bluey podcast on Facebook. Just search. Got to be done. The bluey podcast. And of course, email us so many Americans emailing us lately. Um, Hi everyone. 14 year old disco creeper who gave us a long list of his favourites. Um, oh. Matt in Michigan's uh, email was a love letter to bike, so a guy who clearly knows the way to our hearts. A man with um, excellent taste in Bluey episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so email us blueypod at gmail.com. There's going to be so much to talk about. Uh, yeah, things are not slowing down here at all. But, mm. Kate, I feel like we're we're almost Going to be able to keep pace? Maybe. <laughs> uh,
1: no. <laughs> we'll, we'll just have to keep our emotions in check because last time um, they dropped new episodes, I remember, um, yeah, being like having to front up to meetings like at nine o'clock when <laughs> the episode had aired at eight and sort of still being a little bit like, oh, hi, hi, <laughs> is everything okay? Yeah, I just, you know, and you don't want to admit that you're emotionally triggered by a, a, a cartoon dog, but there we are. That's the reality. So, oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> it is okay. Stick with us. We are saying. We promise. uh in the meantime, it's got to be done. Got to be done. Thanks so much. <laughs>
1: Bye. What fruit do you love? Banana. I'm a banana.